0: What the fuck is up? It's Philly and welcome back to No Bleeps. You guys, recording this podcast every single week is not only like a little therapy session for me because I feel like I'm getting to actually connect with you guys on like a real level and like it's like more personal and all that stuff, but this is like the time where I'm just sitting in my room, laying in my bed, and I get to just talk all this stuff with you guys. And last week was so... Busy. Uh, I had a lot of videos. I was talking to a lot of people about different videos and things and this channel, and I just feel really excited about everything that's going on. And I love getting to just chat with you guys, and I really wanted to tell you guys that because you guys mean so much to me. So I hope everyone is doing well and everyone is staying safe and being, you know, good because. I feel like everyone is starting to get a little stir-crazy, like, we're coming up... Well, everyone's already been stir-crazy, like, what the fuck am I saying? But I mean, like, everyone is starting to kind of hit this phase in my personal life, I feel, where it's been almost a year of being in quarantine and being this pandemic and we haven't lived this, quote-unquote, like, normal life that we were so used to in so long. And I think people just really kept thinking, wow, it's going to get better. We're going to be back to normal. And this reality is sort of sending in now that this is probably going to be like our new normal for a really long time. And if ever, you know, I think we're always going to be wearing masks. That's just like something that I feel is going to stick around no matter, you know, what vaccine comes out, no matter, you know, if. Covid goes away, I really feel like we're all going to be a lot better about how safe we're being in the stores. I feel like we're always going to have hand sanitizer on us. Stores in general are just going to be so much cleaner. And I can't even process you guys how disgusting like going outside used to be. Like I, some of the things that I used to do, I would never even. I'm so disturbed by the thought. Of it now. I mean, everything is just so gross. Like, no wonder I was getting sick like multiple times a year, you know? Because no one's like washing their hands. No one's, you know, got hand sanitizer out and about and everyone's like coughing and sneezing on each other. There's like no respect, kind of like people would just cough, not even cover it in public. And now if someone coughs in public, it's like (gasps) everyone's like on high alert, you know? And I just feel like we're always going to be wearing masks. I mean, a lot of other countries wear masks all the time and they've always just been looked at as like really weird whenever they're wearing masks in public and they're in the U.S. I remember my mom and I were talking about it recently that one time my aunt came to visit and we were all going on a trip and she was like feeling a little under the weather. This was like, I don't know, five years ago. And she was like wearing a mask and we were literally making fun of her. We were like, why are you wearing that? And now like who looks dumb? Us. Here in the U.S. Like the... it's just, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed about that. But I mean, she wasn't dumb. She was being smart and respectful and how freaking ridiculous of us to be like caring about how she looked when she's trying to keep all of us safe on this same topic, because I feel like it's important to bring up before any of the other stuff that comes up, because I've been super honest that I'm Asian and there's some serious shit going on in the US right now. And there's a lot of Asian American hate crimes going on. Honestly, I'd heard whispers of this ever since the beginning of the pandemic. Just the language that our former president was using was definitely something that pointed fingers. And yes, this virus came from China. Mostly because the language and the way that he would talk about it was just... Like, obviously, fuck this virus, you know? Like, this virus sucks. But I think the way that he was speaking about it to his base, like, the people that follow him and love him, it was basically, like, fuck Asian people. That's literally how I felt when I was watching him talk about it and talk about people. And I know a lot of other creators that I follow that are Asian have also spoken up about it and, and said how they felt about the way that he was saying certain things and that they felt that the language was very inappropriate and... I think that it's really led us to where we are right now, where there's a lot of elderly people, fucking elderly grandmas and grandpas getting pushed in the street because they're Asian and people want to fuck around with them, just as like a fuck you for being Asian. And a lot of people, you know, are really saying it's because of this language that was used and, you know, people are getting sick and tired of this entire pandemic and they're just like wanting to release this negative energy on these innocent elderly people just because they're freaking Asian because people are like oh this virus came from China like this has to do with you like fuck you like let me push you over at 91 years old I'm gonna push you down on the street I'm gonna slash your face like what is that Why are we beating people? That's not going to make the virus go away. This entire thing is like so disgusting. When I'm like reading about it, it's sad that this is a reality right now. I don't understand why people can't just respect one another. Like this one 90-year-old grandpa that you just pushed over on the street, is this you doing that? It's not going to make this pandemic go away. It's not gonna make your day better. It's not gonna make you feel good. It's frustrating. It's also not really getting talked about like in mainstream media. Like when I heard about this, it was on Twitter. And over the last couple of months, like me doing this podcast and opening up about my life and stuff and on Twitter, people have asked me if I've experienced any hate uh, in my real life. Like if I go out to the grocery store or whatnot, because I'm Asian. And honestly, No. Thank God I don't even know what I would do if someone tried to come at me or say something to me. But it's just like really disappointing to hear this stuff happen and to worry about my family. Like I don't want anything bad to happen to anyone. I think it just makes you want to be more aware when you're in public and stuff. I as a girl am already paranoid when I go outside. Like my boyfriend just got me a taser. It's really small, it's pink if it's my purse and I have it shit ready. It's ready to go in my bag. I feel like I'm was on high alert when it comes to being in public anyways and now I'm just like great like there's another thing that I've got to worry about besides like someone trying to like put me in their car I just want to like hire private security all the time like I wish that was something that I could le- legitimately like do and afford because I think I would I would have like round-the-clock security outside my apartment round-the-clock security around me when I walk in public and it's I'm not famous like I, there's no fucking me I can't even afford that but I mean don't you think every, I feel like everyone would kind of want that in their life. I, I know that's why you like alarm systems and stuff, but you know, what do you want? Just like that extra layer of security. I'm a paranoid person, as you guys can probably tell by me saying all this. But anyways, back to what I was talking about. I was reading up on it. I've seen a lot of celebrities talk about it. Even Trisha Paytas brought it up on the podcast. She was like, we need to bring more awareness to this, which is Amazing because, like I said, it's really not getting reported. I haven't seen anything on the news about this. And by that I mean on TV. There's been a lot of news articles that I've been reading and all the stuff going on in social media, and obviously, just hearing this stuff and the rise of it. I don't want people to get ideas. That's horrifying. So I don't know, you guys. I just wanted to come and vent about this because it's like weighing on me. It's definitely something that I'm just gonna keep watching. I'm gonna see what people are saying and how it's going. And if things are gonna be done about this, if people are gonna finally report on this on TV and bring some major awareness to that because I just don't really understand why no one is covering it. But thank you for sticking through that. I just wanted to bring some awareness to that right at the top of the episode. But there's a lot of things that have been going on around you know, pop culture, news and social media and everything. And I know that you guys are dying to hear Me talk about this Zoe Laverne situation. So I'm gonna start there because it's just something that I've been getting a lot of DMs about, and I know that you guys really want to hear about it. And me making like a whole YouTube video about it, I'm probably gonna mention it in the Sunday special, but me making like a whole video on it, it's a little hard because you can't really talk about Zoe and not talk about this whole 13-year-old situation with her. So basically, Zoe Laverne, I made a podcast episode about her before, and wow, 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 wow. I just this story just everyone is so shook, honestly. And I think like not a lot of people know all the information. So they're still really, really, really shook, like a little extra shook about the situation. But basically, Zoe Laverne is a TikToker. She's 18 million followers. Because that is so many followers. I feel like she's not super talked about for having 18 million followers. Like I know about her, social media kind of knows about her, but I never see her in any other news I don't know maybe she is and i just don't feel like it but on a level between like her and thomas petro from the hype house why do i feel like thomas petro is like a little bit more relevant than zoe laverne i don't know anyways she had a whole drama with her ex-boyfriend cody after they broke up she was friends with this 13 year old boy and she kissed him she's 19 by the way so everyone was like that's gross that's fucking disgusting they wanted her banned off of tiktok they wanted her banned off of instagram all this stuff because why are you out here kissing 13 year olds and the parents had to come out and make statements about it like her mom his mom she made a statement about it they were just basically saying like it happens like when you're friends with someone, things can happen. I'm like, you wouldn't catch me dead at 19. Fallen for a 13 year old. Cause it's fucking illegal. It's disgusting. It's sickening. I want to vomit thinking about it. Oh, uh, what the, I just don't understand. I literally don't understand what was going through her mind when she was like even hanging out with, I, I don't even know why she was even hanging out with a 13 year old. As a 19, 19- I mean, this is just a mess and a half to begin with. And so there were rumors right after this entire story came out about her and this 13 year old kissing, because there was a photo that had come out of it. And that's how everything kind of came to be. Because everyone was like, isn't he 13? And yeah, he was. But right after this, there were rumors that she was pregnant. She was kind of saying on Instagram live and stuff, oh, like I might be pregnant. And Everyone's like, what? What are you saying? And people were freaked out because they were like, the last person you ever were with was 13 years old. So are you trying to say that y'all did more than just, and she wasn't pregnant? I don't know if she was just saying that to try to get heat off of her back for you know, the kissing situation and try to move on to a new situation. But people were just putting them together. And here we are, you guys, where she is saying she is pregnant currently. People don't really believe it. And also people are freaked out because they saw it and they were thinking still, oh my God, the last person that she was with was like 13 years old. So is this the dad? And that was not true. She announced that Her baby daddy is this guy named, according to Daily Mail, Dawson Day. He is of age. He's not underage. Thank God. Holy shit. But she came out on Instagram and she showed a photo of the pregnancy test. There were two pregnancy tests that she had taken with the two lines and she announced like she's pregnant. And she said on the Instagram story she posted really excited to have y'all watch my baby grow and then she posted a photo of her and the baby daddy and said this is the father of my child stop saying otherwise how would that even make any sense connor is 13 nothing else happened besides a kiss stay in your own business and then there was a photo on google of the same picture it looked the same of her pregnancy tests on a countertop and if you googled pregnancy tests it looked just like her photo and so we were like oh my god these are fake like she's faking being pregnant right now which i don't understand why people fake being pregnant because that was a thing for a while there where influencers were coming out and seeing they were pregnant and it was fake. And that's sickening because I've heard so many stories. I know so many people that have struggled with trying to get pregnant and it's nothing to joke about. It really is not, this is not a joke to be made pregnancy, trying to conceive, the entire journey of it is honestly so scary. There's nothing funny about it. So people thought she was kidding, but she came out and said that she was not. And she posted, they're very much real. If y'all want me to piss on another one while on live, let me know since you're so interested. And she got on to her TikTok and she actually posted a video because someone said that they thought it was fake in her comments. And so she replied to the comment I was saying that she got more tests and she literally was like peeing in the video and you could like hear the little trickle and everyone was like why did you do that why did you post yourself peeing everyone was really grossed out by it so she's peeing on the stick and then she shows the stick that it says positive and she like takes like two more and shows that it says positive and that she's pregnant and that's that i mean she's saying that she is pregnant she's with child she's going to have a baby and people are still kind of on the fence about whether they believe her or not and they're also kind of on the fence about the baby dying even though she said it was Dawson Day, people are still confused or they haven't seen that story or I don't know, they don't believe her in some way. It's it's a whole mess, honestly. Still on this baby daddy topic, because so many people were bugging her about who the dad was, she went on Instagram Live and was talking about the pregnancy and the baby. And she mentioned that it wouldn't even be possible for the 13-year-old guy that she kissed to even have a baby she was just like he can't even like produce like the sperm to make a baby and everyone is so beyond disturbed by the fact that she would say that because it's like i'm honestly sweet i don't even know how to comment on that because why are you talking about a 13 year old that way and also you're pretty aware that he's like so young and yet you were still down to kiss him i mean yo this This is gross. This whole thing is so gross to me. And I wish her the best of luck in motherhood. And that's that. I mean, she says she's gonna share her journey. So I wonder if she's gonna be a little family channel now. Yikes. Well, that is that story, and there are some other things that I want to touch on because we talked about last week this entire Bachelor franchise scandal, and if you guys don't know, Chris Harrison, the longtime host of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, Bachelor of Paradise, Bachelor everything, he is under fire because he did an interview with Rachel Lindsay. She works for Extra now. She used to be on The Bachelor. She was The Bachelorette, the first Black Bachelorette, and now she has several like hosting jobs. And she was a host on Extra and she was interviewing Chris Harrison and asking him about this new season. And she touched on the topic of one of the contestants, Rachel Kirkconnell, who a lot of people have dug through her social media and found photos of her at a antebellum Old South party. And they're basically like celebrating the time of the Old South. And Everyone is just like, why are you celebrating this time period? It's a banned event for sororities and fraternities in the South. This, it got banned by Panhellenic, I think, or yeah, I don't know, you guys. I, I was not in a sorority, so I think that's what it's called, Panhellenic or something like that. I know I'm not saying that right, but it's the board of all the sororities and fraternities, I think. i think could definitely be wrong. It could totally be something else, but something is Panhellenic in sororities, whatever. I watched Greek, that show on ABC, and That's my extent of sorority fraternity knowledge. But yeah, she attended this party and there's also some other things have come out about her, which people are just like, Rachel is racist. And basically in this interview, Chris Harrison defended Rachel Kirk Connell, not Rachel Lindsay, the interviewer. And Rachel was out here saying, I'm hurt, like my feelings are hurt. Me, Rachel Lindsay, my feelings are hurt. And the stuff that Rachel Kirk Connell has on her social media and the things that she's done are very hurtful and she hasn't addressed them, which is very confusing. And Chris Harrison was just like we should give her grace and time and blah blah blah. It was very bad. It was not good. People want him fired from the Bachelor franchise for this reason and he's like not hosting after the final rose anymore because well, people are like Chris Harrison, you really fucked up and you really hurt a lot of people and Kind of messed up your image and he had to apologize for his interview and rachel kirkconnell the current contestant under fire had to come out with an apology and now uh, you guys matt james the current bachelor has come out with a statement which oh my god holy shit. because okay wait spoiler spoiler if you watch the bachelor season do not want to know who the potential winner might be, then skip one minute. But okay, last week I said that I heard that Rachel was the freaking winner. And obviously there's drama right now. So if her and Matt are together, that's crazy. And obviously I'm saying a lot of people would definitely freak out to find out that she was the winner because of the fact that all this stuff is going on and that would how it would reflect on him and all this. And a lot of people are saying that they're not together anymore. Wow. Some people were saying it was clear in this statement, but yeah, I'm going to read the statement now. So he said, the past few weeks have been some of the most challenging of my life. And whilst there are several episodes left of the season, it is important that I take the time to address the troubling information that has come to light since we wrapped filming including the incredibly disappointing photos of Rachel Kirkconnell and the interview between Rachel Lindsay and Chris Harrison. The reality is that I'm learning about these situations in real time, and it has been devastating and heartbreaking, to put it bluntly. Chris's failure to receive and understand the emotional labor that my friend Rachel Lindsay was taking on by graciously and patiently explaining the racist history of the antebellum South, a painful history that every American should understand intimately, was troubling and painful to watch, As Black people and allies immediately knew and understood, it was a clear reflection of a much larger issue that the Bachelor franchise has fallen short on addressing adequately for years. This moment has sparked critical conversations, raised important questions, and resulted in inspiring displays of solidarity from the Bachelor Nation. It has also pushed me to reevaluate and process what my experience on The Bachelor represents, not just for me, but for all the contestants of color, especially the black contestants of this season and seasons past, and for you, the viewers at home. I will continue to process this experience and you will hear more from me in the end. My greatest prayer is that this is an inflection point that results in real and institutional change for the better." And a lot of people really, really liked this statement. Obviously it's hard because people were saying, he is the current Bachelor. The show is still on. And I'm sure the producers were probably telling him he had to wait to say something. And I'm sure that's equally as frustrating. And you can sense the frustration in the post. And dude, The Bachelor just needs to freaking get their shit together and change. And I listened to the Chatty Broads podcast and they were talking about kind of how they could maybe filter out contestants that they pick because they usually don't announce who's going to be on The Bachelor until they're they're filming basically and then that is when people go through their social media and they like see what these people like and their tag photos and all this stuff and they were giving the advice of maybe they could just put out the list of the contestants before the show comes out like before they start filming not before the show comes out because they they usually put it out before the show comes out but they've already filmed so they can't really go back and be like yo like you need to be off the show Because at that point, it's way too late for them to kind of filter through and be like, oh, you need to, like, leave the show. If they put the list out before they start filming, then they can definitely remove people as things come out. And as for Chris Harrison, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to do another season with Chris Harrison because people are very, very fired up. They feel he needs to go and he said he was taking this time to not do after the final rose because of all the stuff that was going on and people were saying that they thought he was going to take this time to reflect and you know not be in the spotlight whatever and apparently he was like still doing cameos he charged like 500 dollars for a cameo before this entire situation and then after this entire situation he started doing like half price cameos, which he got called out for this. So now I don't think he's doing it anymore, but that is freaking crazy to me. Like all of a sudden you're not doing like a segment of The Bachelor and you're doing half price cameos. Oh my God. And people were saying he's like making probably like $10 million a year. Like he didn't have to be doing those cameos, but he was still just on the money grind. He was like, no reflecting, cameos only, half price, let's go. we got to keep those real fans, I guess. This situation is such a mess. I really don't even know what to think, you guys. I don't know what to think about The Bachelor. I don't know what to think about what's to come on The Bachelor, what's going to happen. It's certainly crazy to even think about, but aside from this situation there is another story that has blown up the internet last week and that is the fact that kim and kanye are getting a divorce i mean we have heard rumors about this for the past couple of months so it's not like a big big shock but honestly i gotta say like i am a little surprised like i thought the two of them were gonna be together forever she's like stuck with him through so much stuff and i just i hope that the kids are all right I really do. I know that Connie's had a lot of times like on social media where he said things and photos of Kim and Connie crying reuniting like in Wyoming and after those time periods of Connie posting that stuff on social media and I just feel really bad for what they're going through and I just I just hope that everyone in the end is going to be happy and it seems like they're going to be civil because everyone is reporting that they're being civil through this entire process, which is amazing to hear. That's really great for the kids to see. And obviously makes everything way better than going through that when you're angry. And uh, I just feel sad, but you know, at least it's civil, but I I just can't believe it. I can't honestly believe that. I and think that it was never going to happen but it's happening and i'm a little sad for her i'm sad for the family i'm sad for the kids (sighs) You gotta do what's best for your mental health sometimes for everyone and your family and your kids and since we talked about david dobrik last week i want to bring up something that has happened And that is that Insider finally reported on all the stuff that we basically talked about, everything that Seth came out and said on the H3 podcast about Jason kissing him when he didn't give consent to that and he didn't know that it was happening. They reported on that entire entire story and on the latest Frenemies podcast episode, Trisha and Ethan were talking about the fact that not a lot of news outlets are even covering the story. They're not covering David Dobrik and this entire situation. They are very confused as to why. And they called out Insider and they were like, why aren't you reporting on this? And Insider actually did. And they just hadn't come out with it yet when they were recording the podcast. But Insider was then like, yo, why are you talking about Jeffree Star's allegations then? Because you guys want to say oh, this outlet, this person, this channel, like, they're not talking about David. What the heck is that? And, like, calling them out and being so, like, high and mighty because they're covering the David stuff when they've never talked about the Jeffrey Star allegations that have come out and all the stuff that, you know, people have been talking about for, like, the last year that is so crazy, so bad, very, very dark. I have videos on it. I have a podcast episode on it. And... Ethan said that he was going to look into it. He was going to look into the Jeffree Star stuff and I feel like he's going to talk about it. And that is crazy. If he brings light to that and that stirs up a lot of stuff and that gets brought to light, I mean, you guys, that could be big because the insider article coming out alone did not create that much buzz. When that came out, that was when Jeffree Star was saying that he got robbed by the guy that he was hooking up with at the time. And so it kind of got washed out. Like no one really paid attention to it. And so if age three, age three brings it up on their podcast and they bring light to it, that would be insane. I think it would actually create noise and people would see it. So that's something that I will be definitely keeping my eyes peeled about and I do hope that they cover that because I do think it's important to have that news out there. But I definitely want to know how you guys feel about everything that is going on. It's quite crazy. And I mean, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I definitely think we all need to be spreading more awareness about what is going on in the Asian American communities because that shit is not okay. Should not be fucking with old elderly people because you're mad about the coronavirus. Like what? I can't even process, or like Asians in general, it's not just the elderly that is being affected by this. Those are the ones I've seen the videos of and it just makes me want to cry. So I definitely think like if you guys have no idea what's really been going on, educate yourselves on that. Look up some articles and really try to spread this news around to people. But I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for freaking listening to this. Every time you guys listen to my podcast or tell me that you listen to it, it blows my mind. I'm amazed. I love you guys. Stay safe and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.